Now the 2021 iPad refresh is something a lot of people have been looking forward to for a while now. The iPad is already such a versatile piece of technology and making it more portable while still keeping that same versatility and power sounds like a no brainer when it comes to purchasing, but is it? Let's take a look. So one of the first questions to answer is how different is this new iPad mini from the old iPad mini? First, we'll have to start with the design that's changed a lot to put this new iPad more in line with the current iPads that are on the market. You're dealing with smaller bezels, even though you do still have access to touch ID via the power button on the top of the iPad itself, you're still working with an overall larger display real estate. This one has an 8.3 inch screen versus a 7.9 nine inch display on the older iPad models. And because of how this thing was actually manufactured, they were able to fit a bigger screen in a smaller package. Because as it turns out, this overall form factor of this new iPad mini is actually smaller than the one that came out in the 2018 iPad mini. And you also have a brand new A15 Bionic processor, which replaces the A12 Bionic processor, again, that came out in 2018. And this one has the five GPU cores, which is theoretically 40% faster CPU gains and 80% faster GPU gains with an upgraded USB type C and Wi-Fi 6 capabilities and 5G connection for the cellular versions. Now, with all that being said, I can definitely see a scenario where somebody goes in to purchase this new iPad mini and they want to compare it to the other iPads that are on the market. This is not necessarily a pro level iPad mini. So I guess the next closest comparable iPad would be the 2021 iPad. And on paper, this iPad mini actually stacks up really well against that iPad, if not a little bit better. It has a better processor, the A15 Bionic versus the A13. It has more RAM, four gigs versus three. It has a better Bluetooth, Bluetooth 5.0 on the iPad mini versus Bluetooth 2.1 on the iPad. You're also getting an updated liquid retina display with an overall better resolution and a higher PPI. And you're getting better cameras for people who care about cameras on the iPad, even though I can actually see people using the cameras more on the iPad mini because it's so much smaller and so much more portable. And you don't look like a weirdo using the cameras on something that small versus using the cameras on the iPad. But for people who care about cameras on the iPad, the iPad mini actually has a better overall camera system. Now the cynic in me has always found that one of the best ways to really compare or look at something is to see what's missing from the equation. And there are some things missing from the iPad mini that iPad and iPhone users and Apple users in general have come to expect from their Apple products. Face ID being one of them, the most prominent thing that's missing from here. Now you still do have touch ID on this iPad, but it's located on the power button, which is at the top of the iPad held horizontally. So it can be a little bit cumbersome to actually unlock the iPad if you're holding it a certain way. I can see that getting on somebody's nerves, but that is definitely one thing that's missing from this iPad mini. The other thing is going to be an IP rating of any kind. It's not officially waterproof or water resistant, which usually is not really a big deal with iPads because they're tablets. So they're either in your bag or at a desk or you're using them somewhere where you're actually sitting in your lap. But with the iPad mini being so much smaller and more portable, I can actually see it in a lot of scenarios where you wouldn't necessarily have a larger iPad where you probably would have your iPhone or something smaller. So this probably needs some kind of IP rating going forward. It probably does have some 
type of waterproofing inside, but they didn't do anything official to it. So that could be a couple of big selling points that people want to take a look at, especially this thing being as portable and portability being one of the biggest selling points to this thing. So in general, who is the iPad mini made for? Who should go out and buy this thing? And I think the answer to this one is pretty clear. You know if you want or need an iPad mini. This is really for that person that doesn't mind the smaller screen, but still wants the iPad experience, the portability of it, the functions of it, the ability to access and multitask on a smaller display that's slightly bigger than your iPhone, but not as big as a regular iPad. This is who that device is made for. It's a perfect e-reader, I think, but it's not really made for that person that is doing a ton of work on their iPad or someone who's looking to replace a laptop with an iPad. I just don't think this iPad mini is really geared up for that specific user. But for the person who's going to be a casual user that just needs, again, a tablet that's going to fit in between their phone, but nothing as big as an iPad that's out there right now. They want still that more portability, even though the iPads are portable to begin with, but they want a little bit more portability than they get with the bigger iPads, but still having the same kind of ecosystem as their iPhone with a little bit bigger real estate. This iPad mini is definitely for that person. So recommendation time, is this a device I would recommend? That actually gets a little bit tricky because there are so many more other options available out there in this iPad realm itself that it's sometimes hard to actually recommend the iPad mini. Now, if you're definitely looking for more portability, more flexibility, and still gaining that iPad experience, then definitely go with the iPad mini. Again, I know the people who know they want the iPad mini already know they want the iPad mini, but if you're on the fence, I would definitely recommend you taking a look at some of the larger iPads or some of the other iPads that are available that offer you just a bit more, even though the real estate is a bit larger, these things are not cumbersome to carry around. The portability is still there usually even though it's a little bit larger and if you go back a couple of generations you can get some really great technology for a really great price the overall package of the ipad mini no doubt is definitely a great stopgap for people looking for that in between device between your iphone and an ipad but if you're somebody looking for more if you look a little bit harder you can probably find something a little bit better remember the tech device that is best for you is the one that's going to suit all your needs. Guys, thank you so much for checking out the video. And as always, make sure to stay safe. And until I see you guys next time, peace out.